And now it's time for the fun part. So we just went through and double-checked our entire list of NFL teams and their quarterback rosters to make sure that we had the most thorough listing of job options for Colin Kaepernick. So we're going to start. I'm going to ramble off some honorable mentions. Sean B., feel free to stop me if you want to touch on some of these. Um, All right. And there's going to be at least one or two that I'll I'll add on. But uh, we'll start with uh, Baltimore as an honorable mention. Um, obviously, they already have RG3 in the mix. But when you think about the dynamic athleticism of uh, Lamar Jackson, and you know they already have that that Heisman formation uh, with yep. two quarterbacks and a running back. Just to, they there is a place in Baltimore where not only could they potentially use him as a standard just backup quarterback, but they're creative enough in their offense to find ways to utilize him even when Lamar is healthy. Um, and, and so that could be very interesting. Not likely to happen, I admit, but in it, it would be the most fun to play in Madden, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> another one not likely is Pittsburgh. I believe that they really – um, don't have, I think they learned last year that they don't have any other options at quarterback other than Big Ben, so it couldn't hurt um, knowing that he's coming off of an elbow injury. You just, you you hope that he's back and, and up, up to par, but there's just no way to be certain of that. So I would have uh, Kaepernick in the running, but as you, as we both kind of discussed, it doesn't seem like it would fit that locker room. Um, I don't yeah, think... I don't think Big Ben is the right type of leader to handle the personality that Cap would bring being right behind him on the depth chart. Uh, I think he would essentially just go to Tomlin and ownership and get this guy out immediately, and he probably would play like shit until he got Kaepernick kicked off the team. Um, Not the the strongest guy mentally, that one. Um, Come at me, bro. I don't give a shit. Uh, Moving on. (laughs) to the Cleveland Browns, who, as you mentioned, would sign just about anybody. So they already have Baker. I don't know who their backup is. Uh, Do you think they would entertain this idea? I definitely think it would be talked about, yeah. I think it's something they'll definitely uh, would look into. Um, Whether they'll sign him or not, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know what their cap space looks like. I don't know what kind of deal they'd be willing to offer them. But uh, I definitely think it would be worth them, you know, brewing over kind of deal um but yeah i wouldn't surprise me the, you know browns popped up in the headlines like yeah sign cap to a one-year deal and yada 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 i mean i can see it happening um i don't know how realistic it is but it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me nice yeah i i um yeah nothing could surprise me from cleveland if i'm being honest but right. <laughs> um probably not gonna happen another one we both thought may not likely to happen but I think again just as far as um, tactics go on the field uh, the Buffalo Bills I thought cap would be a good fit to a backup uh, to be a backup for Josh Allen Um, as you mentioned probably not going to happen but uh, that's another one that I think schematically works very well Um, and it's another situation where you've got a young quarterback who could learn a few things from cap and meanwhile cap works as a safety valve um, the, the interesting one that I had that 
really doesn't work anymore, but was something that I had in my head for a long time where the Dallas Cowboys, um, prior to Andy Dalton getting there, I thought Cap was perfect for that situation. It was the one brand in football that was sort of big enough for Cap to kind of not be the biggest character in the locker room. Which I think is something that you need in this situation. I think a lot of people are afraid that, you know, or at least a lot of people were, um, that now have to retrack and retrace their steps a little bit. I think they're afraid that Kaepernick's stance and his personality and just him being there would dominate the locker room and be the only thing anyone would talk about. But in Jerry's world, you don't have to worry about that at all. So, and again, Andy Dalton getting there kind of ruins that for me. But I think um, if uh, Andy wasn't there, that might have been the best place for Cap to go. But no one wants to see Cap as a third stringer. So now we move on to um, a few of the more serious options. Uh, Some of these are a little fringe, probably still closer to honorable mentions. Much like this one I'm starting in Seattle. Um, We've talked a little bit about Yeet Carroll today. Um, Do you think Cap would be a good backup to... um, to Russell Wilson, if I, I do, oh. yeah, I do see that making sense. Um, I'm not the hugest Russell Wilson fan, anyways. Not saying he's not a good player, but I'm just not a fan. Um, but that's discussion for another time. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I do see uh, Cap making sense, like as a backup, especially. Um, I could see that working, but well, then again, don't think it's going to happen because Pete Carroll likes to. You know, dance around the fire, but never put his fucking marshmallow over the fire, dude. So I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> yes. Um, and, well, if you think that's a good fit, then you likely think he would be a good fit to back up Kyler Murray in Arizona. Um, and I think that's another locker room that, you know, you've got Larry Fitzgerald there. You've got DeAndre Hopkins now. Um, there are leaders in that locker room already. So I think Kaepernick just adds to that. Um, I think... You know, again, not that it would even be a a bad thing for Kaepernick and his message to dominate a locker room, but I think when your goal as a team, you know, as all teams' goals are, is to win games and win championships, you want to make sure that his off-the-field topics don't, don't dominate the conversation and the focus, which is... Which is a weird thing to even think about, because realistically, it should be much more important than who's winning football games. But, you know, this is the X's and O's part of the conversation, so I think strong locker rooms are a big addition, is what I'm getting at. Where you need to have leadership already in place, um, where the whole locker room won't be flipped on its head um, once Cap gets there. So I think for that reason, Arizona's a good fit. We also mentioned the Rams. Um, I just, they don't have much in the way of a backup quarterback. Um, and they have a lot of talent there. So if Jared Goff were to go down, you would really want someone who could step in and help run that offense because there's still some potential for them to win some games. Uh, a big one that I, uh, am a fan of would be Carolina. Cause as you know, yep. all they have is Teddy Bridgewater and he, I don't think he's played a full season yet. Um, you said yep, so I'm assuming you would. If you were in Carolina's shoes, you'd be giving Cap a call? Yeah, I'd hit him up. I'll slide up in his DM. Would you Would you slide up in the DMs if you were Doug Peterson? Because he's made some talk about it, 
And their that quarterback situation in Philly seems to get messier and messier. So Carson Wentz's career playoff uh, stats, he's one for four for three yards in the playoffs. Um, so the poor guy keeps putting up studly regular season numbers and then getting hurt and not being able to play in the playoffs. And, you know, all of a sudden Jalen Hurts gets drafted very early in the draft, which is a, a head-scratcher when you just drafted Carson Wentz. I think first over wasn't he first overall, first or second? Um, second overall. What was that, like three, four years ago? It hasn't been that long. Yeah, it ain't been that long. It's been like, I want to say four years. Yeah. Um, okay, he's still in his rookie deal, I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, I, that makes sense to me either. I, I don't know what they're doing there in Philly as far as that goes. Um, not sure, dude. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they signed up Cap to a, to a one-year deal. Um, yeah. I, yeah. If they're doing I that, I think it's they're trading Carson Wentz and they're building around Jalen Hurts as the future. And then... Kaepernick Is Carson Wentz game. that bad, though? I, I, I don't feel like he's that bad. Like, I don't understand why he's even on the block. I know you mentioned his playoff performance is kind of shoddy, but but dude's always hurt. Like, I remember the last time he played a playoff game, he had just came off an injury, and they were talking about how they weren't even sure if he should play anyway. So and then he got a concussion, yeah, and like four, yeah, on the first drive, and Josh McCown finished the game. So, yeah, no, his... His playoff stats are, are only the really the, the, the takeaway from those stats is just that he he never gets to finish or even start a playoff game half the time. Um, so it's you know he's going through uh, those same demons that you know this is apples to grapefruits here, but he's going through Peyton Manning went through this, you know winning two MVPs, but you know maybe he won two MVPs in two playoff games, you know so he was. He was a scrub who couldn't get it done when it mattered. He was just a he was a Dan Marino, you know. He was just filling the he was a stat stuffer, a type of dandy. Um, he was, and then of course you know once you finally get that monkey off your back. But then he's got I think really for him it's just an unfortunate narrative because you got Nick Foles going out and winning that Super Bowl, um, and then he can't keep a job anywhere else. Um, and then you've got the you know, just with last season, just the unfortunate injury. So I think, if anything, they're maybe just being cautious because in four years, I don't think he's played a full season. Um, so maybe they're just starting to think, like, okay, this guy's definitely got talent, but we can't rely on him. He's not going to be here for every game, so it's time to go elsewhere. And if they do that, I think now's the time to do it. Trade Carson Wentz, and then you have, go ahead and get a backup for Jalen Hurts. Um, you know, if you're going to do it, I would do it. Um, I, I think you could get some value out of, out of Carson Wentz now rather than just letting him walk away from you and getting nothing out of him in free agency. But football is a lot different than most sports are about that, where it seems to be less likely that you'll get someone to even nibble on that unless you have a GM who really, really loves Carson Wentz. Um, and in staying in division... Uh, what do you think about Washington? I, I, I think Dan Snyder loves Dwayne Haskins, but I don't know. Um, I don't know, and it's it's been it's been kind of a mixed bag from from him, certainly. Um, if you were in Washington, that's how I'll put it. Would you put Kaepernick on your squad? I would as a backup. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty high on Haskins too. I think he's got potential for sure. Um, so I yeah I bring Cap in um, again on probably like a one year prove it deal, um, 
have him there to kind of just as a you know insurance policy in case something happens to Haskins or or maybe even use him as like motivation for Haskins. Like, look, dude, you come out, you stink the place up. We're we're throwing in cap, dude. So <laughs> this is your, you, know, you know you need to play well, good type of deal. Don't mess yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much what I would roll with it. That's fair. That's not a bad idea. And, you know, um, they don't necessarily need to do this in New York with the Jets, but they have a, another young quarterback there um, who's always hurt or getting mono or strep throat or whatever it is. And, you know, they Josh McCown eventually might decide to stay retired. Um, and so the Jets will have to go elsewhere. Uh, but just to run through a couple more so we can get to the more interesting ones, you know, Tennessee – doesn't have Marcus Mariota anymore, and they have Ryan Tannehill. So uh, those are two play styles. I just want to say that Mariota is Raider now. I just want to put that out there. I just had to get that in. Do, do, do you want to though? Is that are you happy about? That? <laughs> I was, Hey, I like Mariota personally. I, I like him. I, I was going to sweep it under the rug for you, so you didn't have to acknowledge that. But you ha- you're happy to have old Marky Mark breathing down Derek Carr's neck, huh? Yeah, dude, I'm cool. I'm cool with having him on the squad, dude. He's coming. Like That'll be a fun Madden, fun Madden experiment, dude, for sure. Yeah, the Mariota-led Raiders. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fun times. Yes, please stream that. I will watch. Um, <laughs> then we got, yeah, Tennessee, I think, with Tannehill. Uh, Ka- Kaepernick, honestly, uh, if I got to see some tape, I may take Kaepernick over Tannehill straight up. I know Tannehill had some good games um, at, in the regular season. He also had some real stinkers in the playoffs. Uh, I think he had, in his playoff run, I think he had more games where he threw for less than 100 yards than he had games where he threw for over 100 yards. And we're talking about a guy who played every down. You know, We're not talking about a Carson Wentz situation here where his numbers look bad because he's always getting knocked out of the game. No, this guy played four quarters and threw for 92 yards in a playoff game. Um, I don't know, uh, quite quite frankly, I'm happy being a Colts fan that they signed Ryan Tannehill because I certainly wouldn't have after that playoff performance. And I don't think the Titans solved any of their issues by doing that. Um, so Cap would be a big help there. Um, so then, to, I know, we'll, we'll get the Colts out of the way. We're just going to stay in the AFC South because I know you had the Jags and the Texans on your list, so I'm going to let you talk about those two. The Colts, I just want to say, I'll get deeper into this um, as I continue to torture myself over my team's offseason moves. But to spend all that money on Phillip Rivers when you had Jacoby Brissett, who I admit probably isn't the guy, but then you also draft Jacob Eason, and it's just all of this My stuff. Didn't, yeah, exactly. By God, indeed. All this, all these resources you're putting into the quarterback position, I would have rather had seen, yeah, I guess dra- if you're going to draft Jacob Eason, whatever. That's not who I would have wanted you to draft. But if that's what you're going to do, do it. But then just sign Cap instead of Phillip Rivers. or so I, You could have had Cap at a third of the price you spent on Phillip Rivers, and then you could have spent that money elsewhere, shoring up the defense, maybe adding another target at wide receiver because the Colts are kind of thin at wide receiver. They're they're set at running back now. So anyway, Is just still dis- got Ty over there. Yep. Yeah, still got Ty. Um, you know, it's so it's just frustrating that the Colts ended up with Philip Rivers, and I'd honestly 
would have rather had seen them sign Cap, even with things as they are. Um, but you know, I wonder, turn... I wonder how. I'm sorry to cut you off. But I wonder how Andy Luck felt felt when they signed Pit Peppers. I wonder what their reaction was. Dude. I would love to know. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, Philip's a great guy. Uh, I just. Uh... <laughs> You know, when my spleen ruptured, I really just had to think about if I really wanted to play football more. And I, I love my teammates. I love Ty. I love Marlon. Uh, I love all the guys. Quentin Nelson. Oh, he's just a, he's a funny guy. He's great. But uh, I just you know my health was really important to me, and uh, it was it's uh, you know go Colts, baby, go Pip. I love Philip Rivers. Go go Colts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at you, dude. Two thumbs up for your performance. Sir. That was a great presentation. <laughs> I could see that goofy fuck saying something like that, for sure. Oh, but, man. So, Colts. you got the Jags and the Texans also in that division, and I know you had them both on your list. Um, so, uh, what what are your thoughts on those two? Um, they're both pretty similar. Um, Houston back up, Jacksonville back up. Uh, Houston, I think, would sign them as a insurance policy again. So, I mean, for Deshaun Watson, he's great quarterback. I think he's probably one of the most promising young quarterbacks in the league. But he gets hurt a lot. He's injury prone, uh, mostly because of his playing style. But that's why he was drafted in the first place, because of that playing style. But with that said, it puts him at risk a lot um, to get hurt. So I think bringing Cap in in case Deshaun goes down, especially if you're near, near, getting close to playoff season and, you know, guys are, you know, Deshaun goes down week 15, you know, at least you got someone who could at least carry the team through the playoffs if need be, something like that. So, Houston makes sense to me as far as Jacksonville goes. Well, I don't know. Did you have anything on Houston? Do you have any thoughts about that? I can pretty much just echo your sentiment. I, it's, uh, you know, I... I have a bit of a pattern here when selecting. I, I like looking at um, teams with a young athletic quarterback where Kaepernick can at the very least still provide some of the things that the rest of the team is used to, like extending plays and you know being good off of a play action and being able to offer RPOs and stuff like that. So yeah, I agree. Uh, Watson uh, could could he takes a lot of a lot of big shots too. He makes a lot of great plays, but he takes a lot of big hits because of it. So they would be well served to have a competent backup. Uh, I agree. Gotcha. And it's the same with Jacksonville. Um, you know, I think Winshu or Minshew, whatever the hell that dude's name is, um, your boy. I think he. Uh, I think they're kind of sold on him. I mean, they moved on from Nicky Foles, sent his ass packing. Um, I think they want to put old Minshew in there as the number one slot, dude. But uh, I can see Cap coming in kind of like a motivation, too. You know, like, hey, dude, we're, we're taking a chance on you, man. But if you fuck up, oh, Cap's sitting there waiting, bro. So yeah. I yeah, can see like that, that possibly being a scenario. Using using Cap as a as a stick to, to drive the carriage there. I, I like that. It's, a, it's an interesting strategy. Um you know, another one that we mentioned, which uh, this would be um, uh, pretty fun, would be Cap as Patty Mahomes' backup in KC. Um, that was the, the last of our, our, our lists, really, of places where 
we thought Cap could work as a backup. And that one, again, I really think is, is more of a wish fulfillment. Be It would be fun to have that. But realistically, though, again, I mean, it's a, uh, there's a team that is so quarterback-driven that if Pat Mahomes goes out, and let's say, for instance, their backup is Matt Schaub, like, the season's over, man. Uh, game over, man. Matt, game Matt over. Matt Schwab still playing? He was playing last year. I don't know if he's still in Atlanta. What? If he's, yeah. Fuck off. Exactly. But that just goes to show you, like, Kaepernick should be playing. He, he should have been out here having one of these backup jobs. Um, you got Nate Sudfeld is out here getting paid. And, you know, uh, what's that guy? What's your guy? Uh, Nate Peterman? Yeah, he's still on the squad. Exactly. Hey, I tell you what, man, that yeah. Nate Peterman, man, he can throw, he can throw a good interception ball, man. <laughs> tell you what, he's the best tackling quarterback I've ever seen. I've never seen a quarterback have to tackle so many guys. Um, oh, moving on to God. our our few, our proud, the starting options for Colin Kaepernick. I want to start with the one I think is. Probably the most boring, which would be Denver. Um, That's just a gross situation they have there. And John Elway has shown in the past that he will sign a veteran quarterback, even even in a wrung-out towel like Joe Flacco. He tried to sign that guy. So um, I I don't see why he wouldn't take a flyer on Kaepernick. What are your thoughts? Excuse me. I don't think he will, mainly because... Drew Locke does look good. Um, I think he'll. I think they're trying to put all their on their uh, eggs in the, in the Locke basket right now. Um, I mean, it makes sense. I could see them swooping him because John Elway isn't necessarily the easiest person to protect. Like you said, he'll sign just about any any dude on the market if yeah, he gets the okay from management. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, if I was Denver, I would actually swoop him. Uh, just let Drew Locke sit a little bit longer. Because, I mean, when he played last year, he looked good. But, I mean, he could definitely use a little bit more development. So, I would bring O'Cap in, let him play for a year. Let the young bucks sit on the bench, watch him learn. And then, yeah, just, uh, you know, get ready to take them L's from the Raiders and the Chiefs, dude. <laughs> nice. Uh, All right, well. Uh, the next one was one that I didn't think of at all, um, but you mentioned, so um, I, I want to entertain the idea and kind of talk it through, but you had the Detroit Lions on your list. Yeah, yeah, actually, they're number one on my list, honestly. I, I think they wow. are the, no, yeah, I think they're the most uh, eligible bachelor, dude, um, mainly because I've heard a whole lot of talk about Matty Stafford getting the boot. Um, I think, uh, what's his face? I just lost my train of thought. The coach is the coach. Dude. Oh, the uh, Patricia, Matt Patricia. Patricia, yeah. Uh, word has it that he's not really thrilled with Matt Stafford. Um, and that he's been shopping around. So I don't know. I don't know how much truth there is into that. Um, but if that is the case, I would think Cap would be pretty, pretty uh, attractive option. Uh, get him up in there, man. You know, you, you know, once you sign him, I would keep Matt Stafford around for a little bit until you're you've seen Cap play. He's got some you know practices in. 
you know, you're comfortable with moving forward and then boom, shop old Matt Stafford around to get what you can out of him and then go forward with Cap, let him play on a one-year deal. Assuming he plays well, boom, we sign him to like a two- or three-year deal. We draft a rookie next draft, let him sit behind Cap for a couple years, get his, you know, get his learn on, and then, yeah, that's honestly, that makes the most sense to me. Out of all the teams, uh, I can see that happening. Because Detroit's just desperate for a change. They want to get, they want to get some dubs, man, and they just have failed to get it done. Matt Stafford's a garbage time QB. Like, he can put up some stats, but they never matter. So, I don't think he's the answer, dude. But I know a lot of people that would fight me on that, so. Yeah, he's, he's a, you know, a lot of people think he's Blake Bortles with an arm. Um, you know, like if, if Blake Bortles could throw a football, um, that's he'd be Matt Stafford. Um, but, you know, there are also those people who think that he's great and, you know, if Megatron hadn't left and if he wasn't stuck playing in Detroit where, you know, there's no O-line and all this good stuff, that he could actually be good. So it's interesting. So you're number one, actually, that kind of involves a situation that if it played out, it would likely involve my number one, which was the New England Patriots because, you know, if Matt Stafford does get traded, although if if Patricia doesn't like him, it's not likely that Belichick would maybe like him. But also, I know Belichick has won a lot of games with people that he doesn't necessarily like. So, um, that being said, there you talk about a team that, um, well, th- that they actually didn't want to make a change. You know, maybe Belichick did, but they've had, the world has been their oyster for quite some time. And now we have, I think, Jarrett Stidham. And Brian Hoyer, I think, are the two options at quarterback right now. So, what, unless you are a person like, you know, for instance, Chris Sims has some faith in Jared Stidham, but he still had him listed as the 35th best quarterback in the league. That's There's only 32 teams. So, you've got other teams' what? backups are listed higher than this guy. And that's what the Patriots are allegedly going to trot out week one. And I want to run through this exact same exercise, but with Cam Newton at a certain point, uh, because yeah. I feel yeah, I feel that it's it, sure. the field's probably a lot smaller because Cam's not going to be a backup. But there are a lot stronger arguments for certain teams that where he should play. You know, like I've been saying it from day one that the Bears should be going after Cam Newton. Um, I think that's where he should end up playing. We'll talk about that another time. But what well, if you were Bill Belichick, would you want to take old Colin Kaepernick on the New England Patriots? I personally would, but I don't think he's going to. But New England is actually number two on my list as far as places I could see him end up. I mean, Belichick did take a gamble on Antonio Brown. Yep. After all that, they take those gambles. They took that gamble on Randy Moss. Yeah, I mean, so they have a history of taking a chance on players who don't necessarily have the best, you know, you know, reputation or whatever you want to call it. Which is unfortunate because there's no reason Cap should have a bad reputation. We should make that right. clear. But you're you're still right. correct. Um, he's taken on um, players that other coaches wouldn't take on because of the off the field issues that may may get brought in. Um, right. So yeah, I think that's a great point. Um, and look at us accidentally being on the same page at the end. What do you know? Um, so the bottom line here, I think to conclude, 
Cap should have a job. So just to rattle off a couple of teams that we kept off of our list, it was most of the NFC North, right? The Packers, the Vikings, the Bears. Um, we kept off the bu- most of the NFC South, you know, the Buccaneers, the Saints. The Two-thirds of the league could use Colin Kaepernick in some shape or form. Um, so that, I think, is the takeaway. That, I know, maybe... Having gone through this, we're, we're wrapping up around the half an hour mark here on this exercise. Maybe there weren't as many sexy options as you thought, but the point to be taken from here is the majority of the league could use Colin Kaepernick, so why isn't he working? Um, and with that, I will take my leave from all of you. Sean B., do you have any parting words for the good people? Uh, yeah, I think everyone should have a solid understanding that Cap deserves a job, man. I hope that's you know, people can understand that. Like, it's obviously, there's more to it than football. The fact that we found out two-third, two-thirds of the league could realistically use him, like, it makes sense. That tells us something, you know. It's like, there's a, there's a, there's a bigger, bigger thing at play here, obviously. So if you haven't gotten that by now, uh, I don't know what to tell you. But, yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this this segment, Lunch Break Sports, because I feel like that's what it turned into. Yes, this is absolutely (laughs) Lunch Break Sports. We got damn near close to making it a weekender, but uh, that's great. So find us on the internet. We'll be back with more episodes of Smoke Break Sports. I love you all so much. Be safe.